When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
Hello, Guardians, and welcome to the Destiny Show podcast. Tonight, we are live with an amazing group of Guardians, and we're celebrating 80 episodes tonight. I can't believe we've been doing this for so long. Thank you all for being here tonight. It's so great to have you all here. And tonight, we welcome an amazing group of Guardians for our Destiny community panel. We welcome first up Mr. Gray Live. He is apparently a really funny content creator. He's a Twitch affiliate. He plays a ton of Destiny 2 and first person shooters. He's a community streamer for Splitgate, and he is absolutely crushing it in the world of Destiny. We're so excited to welcome him on the show. We're going to kick things off, we're going to dive right in. And, Guardians, this is episode 80. And thank you so much for joining us today. Tonight, I hope you guys are ready. We're going to put you on the hot seat for our discussion with the Guardians. We're going to learn more about the Guardians tonight. And I hope you're ready. I am. I'll take the silence as a yes. We're, we're ready. <laughs> we are ready. So, Guardians, um, I'm curious. So tell us about your destiny and let us know about what you do in our community and how you got started. Uh, uh, sure. Uh, firstly, I'll go off where I started. Uh, so back when, like, Destiny was starting to come out for the PlayStation 3, you know, I was playing Black Ops 2, playing a lot with my friends, and then I started to jump into Destiny. And, you know, I started playing it. I wasn't really hardcore. Like, I would always just hop on, play with my friends. I would always run Vault of Glass, play Crota. And then near when Taken King came out, I kind of took a break from the game. Well, took a break from Destiny in general and from console gaming because that was when I was starting to make the switch to PC gaming. And then when I jumped to PC, I played a lot of Team Fortress 2, a lot of uh, just PC games. And then right around at like 2015 or late 2015, early 2016, I started streaming and I started with Team Fortress 2, then CSGO, and I started to take a little bit of a break from uh, first-person shooters to do anime MMOs, but then took a break from that, and then I came back in Destiny 2 when uh, Season of the Drifter was still going on, and uh, everything from here on out is pretty much history. Uh, I'm a part of Talent Show. Uh, I've been streaming for pretty much a good while, and I, I love Destiny a lot. I haven't put the game down since. I never heard of it. What is Destiny? Is that a game? Uh, I think it's a ripoff of Halo. I don't know. Oh, okay. Some, some, gotcha. some indie studio. Some some expansion for Halo. I don't know. Yeah. Something. Well, that's really cool. I gotta ask, um, what are your thoughts on the current state of Destiny 2 as it is today with the season of the Splicer? Uh, for me, PVE, I think personally, this is the best PVE experiences we have had in such a long time. Like when it comes to all the builds, the weapons, uh, the abilities, uh, when it comes to the supers, the sandbox, PVE is, in my opinion, the best it's ever been. Uh, when it comes to PVP, though, uh, it, it could be a little bit better. But I, I mean, hey, I'm having fun with PVP still. Like I, I'm... When it comes to me with Destiny, I'm pretty much in Crucible the entirety of my time when I play. But when I play, 
yeah, I get frustrated when I get hit with the grenade launchers. Yes, uh, I still get a little upset when I get shatter dived, but I don't let that bother me. It, it it's, it's just a game. I go back in, I forget about what happened, and I just, I, I just have fun. Definitely. Yeah, you know, for me, I'm I'm in a very indifferent spot with the game because I'm not gonna sit here and sugarcoat the game can be better with its pvp i think there's a lot of balancing that needs to be done a lot Mm -hmm. of fixing that needs to be done but at the same time i i think that if you look at all of the games that are out there i think that destiny is as it is at the very top of its game i think the pve this season you both are correct they have been crushing it with pve and the other perspective that i really try to you know keep in mind is that you're paying $10 for a piece of content that is lasting you over the course of three months. And essentially, what they're charging you is for PvE, not for PvP, because they essentially made PvP free to play. And I think when that happened, there was a little bit of abandonment there. And, mm-hmm. you know, that that's just my feeling. And that's okay, because I do think that a game like Destiny is very complex. I think that there's a lot of moving pieces in Destiny. And if you're not there, if you're not in those meetings, if you don't really know what their planning is like, you can't really assume, right? But yeah, I, I think that PvP has been given less love than it needs to have. I do think we do need more Crucible maps. We need better balancing. But for me, I still enjoy playing certain types of pvp i don't enjoy playing trials but at the same time i'm trash when it comes to trials i'm really bad at trials so whether trials is broken or not it's still an experience that to me is an uphill battle right and i'm not a main pvp player i love pve i think pve and destiny is probably in a bit of the best place that it's been with one exception and maybe you both will agree or disagree with me, but the way that certain people were um, killed off, um, I think that essentially they should have had that in a cutscene. I think that certain elements of the game need to be there, not just through text, because I think that, you know, from a game design perspective i think that it could have been done better Mm. because when i played that last mission a lot of what i wanted to be in a cutscene was not if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. so i want to see the battle i want to see the good good you know i mean i've waited all the season to get to this point and it was like uh somebody is reading it is like pretty much it was a script right and it was just an audio log in the not the tower but the uh what is it called the helm man the helm thank you and you know i I was a little disappointed about that oh man you're just you're just like throwing that out there i was trying to like go around it you're just like i'm just gonna say it okay well that's okay and uh guardians do check it out i think that there's some really good gameplay there uh definitely worth checking out so on that note i'm curious what are you both most excited for with august 24th 
we have a pretty big thing happening on August 24th. We have a little bit of an announcement that Bungie will be making with uh, a little bit of a reveal. What are you both excited about? What do you hope to see coming this August 24th? All I want to that you go ahead. Okay, I just want to know if we're going to turn Lakshmi into a gun. Because that's the general joke. Uh, whenever we, uh, like, an important character gets killed off or deaded, we always turn them into a gun. Like, look at Oryx. So, uh, but being serious, uh, I'm kind of excited with the, the PvP changes, especially with the, how the sandbox is going to be changing next season. And just uh, how pvp plays out in general and uh i'm kind of curious to see how bungie can spice up like continue to spice up the pvp or no the pve when it comes to the grandmasters and strikes and especially with how uh master vog is going to play when it comes to the uh the mods and metas especially with uh well and uh uh well irradiance and uh bubble getting nerfed yeah that too Man, I, I am not happy about Anarchy being nerfed because that's like one of my favorite guns. And I mean, I'm hoping they will replace Anarchy with something else that will, sort of speak, reign supreme. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to wait and see how that all plays out. You know, I, I think for me, one of the challenges with Destiny, with at least playing through each season with the seasonal content, is that, you know... A lot of what you have to do in order to level up and progress in the game is playing the same content that you have been playing for years, right? You're playing strikes, you're playing same crucible maps, you're playing the same gambit. It's pretty much the same, except for some limited story content that we're getting that's new. Um, and for me personally, if you're going to ask me to play the old stuff to continue to level up, because the game is fairly grindy, you know, once you start playing the game and you beat the story mission after that, you have to pretty much get all the bounties done. You got to get the strikes done. You have to get the crucible done. And that hasn't changed. That has remained the same season to season, expansion to expansion. And not only that, but... I think the seasonal content that we've been getting, or not the seasonal content, but the um, the special events like the uh, Solstice of Heroes or Iron Banner, I feel like there's not enough new there for me. And like, let me give you an example. Solstice of Heroes. I did not really play it because for me, it was like I'm grinding to get the same stuff that I got last year, essentially. There, there may be a few skin variations, but other than that, it feels like the same grind. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't excite me, right? Playing Solstice of Heroes, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I love Destiny, but that did not excite me to come back into the game. And I think that's where a lot of the community is so frustrated right now with, and in a way, rightfully so, but at the same time, it's just a video game. Right. And if you don't like one game, you can go play another and you can take a break. You know, there are so many awesome games out there. Can I can I tell you what I really miss in the game? I miss the menagerie. I think that, you know, that was a piece of endgame content that for me was a lot of fun. There was a lot of variety there. And it was like when they got rid of it, it just 
it was disappointing awesome. for me because actually um that season was one of my favorite seasons in the game i, I wouldn't say crown of sorrow was my favorite raid it definitely was not I by far crown. but I think the Menagerie was probably one of their best implementations of endgame content because it felt fresh. Even if I'm continuing to play it, it, it felt like there was a lot of variety there that we haven't had in a while when it comes to the endgame content. Unpopular opinion? I preferred the playing the Sundial activity more than Menagerie. Really? Yeah uh like when it like don't get me wrong the menagerie weapons were really good but when it comes to pvp only like two of them are good and that was like ostringer and it was uh beloved one of the yeah. best pvp snipers in the game yeah. but when it came to the sundial the weapon pretty much every single weapon except for the scout rifle i know no one used that but every weapon was impactful in that meta like steel feather repeater is very good malicious birthright uh, uh i think it was a. Uh, breach something the sidearm and the um the linear fusion rifle i can't remember the name of it but i used it a lot all of those weapons from the sundial were just so good and they were very impactful with how they were when it comes to weapon metas no definitely breach light yeah i was close because i i used that sidearm a lot because uh, it was it was the only sidearm that could roll with a demolitionist with a rampage so i got a question for gray tell us about your community tell us about you know what what do you hope to achieve as a content creator and being a part of this community in destiny when it comes to me with my content, you know, when it comes to me, I play a lot of PvP, but I also trickle in some PV on the side and I try to play some other first person shooter games to to try and get the community more involved into Destiny. But not only that, but to kind of bridge the gap between casual players and competitive players, bring them together. So not only so like for the casual players who want to get better at the game, the competitive players can help them out. And for the competitive players that just they don't want to play that super aggressive like they don't want to play like that sometimes or just not at all they can always go to the casual players just to chill out and have fun so i want to so with my community i want to try and bridge the gap and try and get everyone in this bubble that hopefully one day expands and explodes to make uh three types of people when it comes to first person shooters in general or in the destiny community you got the casual players you have the competitive players but you also have the players that are comfortable with playing in both scenarios but just play the game to have fun and i I personally i don't think we have that in the destiny community like yeah we'd have some communities that fit that kind of bubble but I feel like we can definitely combine or and grow that um grow that aspect to uh I'm I'm kind of blanking on my words. I apologize, but uh I think we could definitely grow a co- like grow the Destiny community to be something like that. So if say uh a new player wants to come into the game and they don't play Destiny, like they've never played first person shooters they've never even touched a video game in their destiny 2 is their first game ever 
like they immediately hop in and that uh in that uh, community that i was talking about the the community welcomes that new player in they show them all around destiny and then they make sure that they get to have fun and then once they start playing for a while and they want to get better at destiny that's when the competitive players come in and they start giving them tips and tricks to help them improve and hopefully that person that's uh, new to the game three months or five months later he becomes just as good as the competitive players yeah no that's that's really cool because for me i feel like i've gotten into the more casual uh side of the game because i think that for me i think i'm pretty hardcore when it comes to like the first two weeks of the game launching because Mm -hmm. My goal at that point is to try to go for a world's first, for example. Maybe not a world's first, because that's, you know, I'm not that good. But a day one completion at at the very least, right? Mm -hmm. And that requires a certain level of commitment, grind. You know, you have to level up your character and make sure you're at that light level where you can do that. Make sure you get your season pass done. And I do. Every season I do. But I feel like after about two, three weeks, four weeks, I start to play less because... I feel like I've done it all. Like, let me give you an example. Master raids. Um, mm-hmm. For me personally, I am not very like encouraged to play it because of the level of grind that I have to do in order to get myself leveled up to be able to play that and not feel like I'm a hindrance. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me right now, I'm 1337. That's my highest character. I'm not even 1340. So the what commitment I'm being asked to put in in order to play the master raid, I feel like I'm not getting enough out of it because I already got a fate bringer with a good role. I already got the vision of confluence with the good role. I got all of the weapons with the good roles, right? Mm-hmm. So at that point, you're asking me to regrind for perhaps an extra mod and a different skin. And I feel like it, it isn't quite enough for me to really justify putting in the level of commitment and time that I need to to level up my character. Crucible. That's the question. Crucible. <laughs> Does it have to be one word or could it be a phrase? No, just, just tell me your feeling. Crucible. <laughs> what do you think? Could, uh, it's fun, but it could be better. I'm going to kind of go off with what you're saying a little bit, especially with the hardware ban. Like, that is good, but when it comes to hardware banning, uh, spoofing exists. And for those unaware, spoofing is basically uh, kind of hiding your hardware to the point where, uh, like, uh, the information that uh, you got banned with is might be different to what you're using right now. So what you can do is uh, that information that's on that account you can throw that information away and get new information. So you can just go right back in and just keep cheating. Uh, that's uh, what's been happening with uh, another game, uh, Team Fortress 2. I, I brought it up. Uh, there is currently a bot crisis that uh, it's not getting fixed because there's just so many. And the person that's uh, dealing with all these bots is account spoofing or, well, hardware spoofing. And it's it's just a whole mess yeah it's you know it's it's a challenging thing and i think that you know we can speculate and we can you know 
pretty much voice our opinions with how the game needs to be. But I do think that I don't think anyone comes into work at Bungie saying that we want this problem to continue to exist. Like they're all working to try to address the problem, you know, and I think that sometimes it's not as simple of a solution as we might think. And maybe they can do something on a an account level, right? Because now starting with August 24th, when season 15 launches, your account will now be your Bungie ID. And I feel like they could probably do something in, in that regard where it's not necessarily based on the hardware level ban, but your account level ban can take place where if you try to log into that account, they're not going to let you. And then there's a whole other issue with what's stopping you from creating a new account, right? But I don't know what the answer is. I think that it is something that, you know, they're going to have to work on. Perhaps dedicated servers could help to alleviate some of these things. Maybe. I'm not sure. But I think in the long term, they are thinking about these things. and. Sadly, I don't think this is the kind of fix that will take place during a season. I think that it is a fix that needs to take place during one of the major expansions because that's when they can really make the foundational changes that they have to make to the game in order to fix some of these challenges that exist. You know what I would do? If I won if I had 20 million dollars, I would probably buy like the most expensive gaming laptop that I could find that could play Destiny and I would just go traveling <laughs> and I would make sure that I have my ability to podcast, but I would probably um maybe hire somebody to do the editing on the podcast because while you know, I do it, I think that it could be something that I could probably just have somebody else do so I can have more time to play Destiny. And <laughs> I would probably spend all of my Tuesdays playing Destiny the entire day because it's reset. And, you know, why not, right? Mm -hmm. And I would probably also, I mean, for $20 million, I'm, I'm just going to go buy a house. I'm like, I'm not looking to just upgrade my computer at that point. If you have $20 million, you're probably going to go buy a big house. Uh, so probably that... But the better question, where were you going to buy your house? Oh, man. Uh, so <laughs> probably in a state where the taxes are favorable. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It would either be Florida or Delaware. I was about to say. <laughs> right? You know, that would make sense. And then I can just go traveling and travel the world. So, you know, it doesn't really matter. I wouldn't probably stay that much in the house to begin with. Mm -hmm. But 
Yeah, I think that's what I would do. And you know what else I would do? I would probably donate a good chunk of that money to help different causes that like supports animals and animal cruelty and stuff like that, because I think that's important, you know, uh, important things to also help to make the world a better place for all. And I think that's what I would do. And maybe buy a jet because I, you know, who wouldn't want a jet? And you know what else I'd like to do in my life? And this is going to sound totally crazy, but bear with me. I'd love to go into space. And I think technologically, we're getting to a point where, you know, with everything that Elon Musk is doing, in five, 10 years, we're going to be at a point where we can just go to space if we want to, and then we can come right back. And I think that would be pretty cool to do. That would be very nice. But that idea is not as crazy as what my idea. I want to make a rocket launcher that uh, does no like no explosive, like self damage, so I could just jump around. Like I don't even need to use a car; I could just rocket jump everywhere. Okay, see, if I was going to get a rocket launcher made, it would look exactly like a Gallarhorn, and it would function like a Gallarhorn, and it would definitely have cluster. Oh man, okay, now you're you're just that's that's dangerous. That's lethal right there. So I don't know. That's a little okay, too so lethal. Okay, so you're making weapons of mass destruction. I'm gonna have to report you. Yeah, that's that's just not appropriate. Okay, so I gotta ask on a slightly different topic. What is your favorite food and why? Uh okay. Wait, wait, Liv- living wait, good. Wait. I like that. Wait, better question. How do you like your steak cooked? Okay. See, I'm a I'm a medium well kind of guy. I like my medium well. I don't like too much blood on my steak. You know, I like it a little juicy and tender. Okay, great. What about you? What is your favorite food? Uh, when it comes to me, you know, I I always like a good pasta. But when it comes to me with pasta, uh, chicken Alfredo, because I grew up with it. Because when it came to my dad, he worked in a a family owned restaurant uh, on his side of the family and. I fell in love with like anything pasta because that was what he'd always cook. And uh, when I started um, growing up and when my mom and dad taught me how to cook, you know, I would always try to cook pastas and it's what I grew up with. And I, 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 if I had the, if I had the choice to eat dirt or Alfredo throughout the rest of my life, I I mean, you, you can kind of tell what I would choose. Absolutely. And uh, what kind of pasta is your favorite? Because, you know, we got different types of pasta. We got some rigatoni. We got some spaghetti. We got some linguine. What what kind of pasta is your favorite? Uh, I'm going to go out. I'm going to have to go up on a limb and say pretty much any kind of pasta is good. Like, you can have your favorites. But for me, it's so hard to choose which is my favorite. So all of them wow i don't think i've ever met someone who's just like i I like all the pasta i want all the pasta man i grew up with a very southern family if you do not eat what is on your plate you're not even eating oh man i would not make it in your household let me tell you so you would southern boy where are you from uh south carolina south carolina very cool i have never been to south carolina but um, uh, I will say uh, it's hot. It's flat. It feels like a swamp. I don't like it, but I love this place because it's quiet. 
So I moved to Florida not too long ago, and it was probably my first experience living in the South. And mm-hmm. I I definitely appreciate the Southern hospitality here. And let me tell you, man, when I say that people know how to cook and how to like make you feel welcome, oh man, yep. it's it's a thing. Now Except I will admit there are two things that I miss in Florida. And one of them is actually my favorite food. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I do like pizza also. Pizza's really good, but we don't really have the best pizza. Mm-hmm. I think for me, my favorite is sushi. I'm a, uh, I'm a sushi guy. I like my sushi. And we, surprisingly, you would think that we would have great sushi here in Florida, but I have yet to find a great sushi spot. Mm-hmm. So hopefully my search will end soon and I will find my sushi. Uh, but that's the one thing that I really miss from New York, at least, uh, besides the pizza. Mm. The so, search, your search will be ended one day. I'm oh, sure I, that I'm, I'm sure it will be one day. Maybe if I go to Miami or Tampa, if anyone's in Florida, please recommend a good sushi place for Cornholio. You can tag me on Twitter or on, uh, just yeah, Twitter or Discord. Uh, that would be great. And on a slightly different topic, how do you both think Destiny will be impacted by the upcoming changes that are coming to crossplay? Do you both think it's going to be a good thing? Is it going to be a bad thing? Or will it be somewhere in between? I think it's going to be a great thing because. Uh... Uh, not only will it be good for the PvP aspect, but it's also going to be good for the PvP aspect because with PvE, it's bringing everyone together uh, as what I want to do with my community. You know, you're getting the console players, you're also getting the PC players you're playing together. But not only that, the your console, like, say, I have a lot of high school friends that play on console and they don't want to switch to PC because, well, when it comes to PC, if you want to build your own, good luck finding a GPU. Or pre-built, good luck. Except uh, for one pre-built. Dude, so I got one. lucky with my GPU because I was able mm-hmm. to get a thirty seventy, and I didn't have to pay the crazy amount that scalpers are charging. That's like the one thing that I'm so upset about. Yeah. And on a personal level, it really just upsets me that markets like eBay are allowing for this to happen, where it's just mm-hmm. an practice because there are countries that are very seriously against the idea of scalping and especially using bots i think that negatively impacts the economy and it doesn't help anyone for for that to take place i mean we all should be able to buy a graphics card if we want and uh right now i feel like it's it's a challenge you're right like i feel i got very lucky with my graphics card when I got mine. Uh, but right now it's, it's kind of a wild west. And I think even the retailers are starting to really get those prices really high where it's like, really? Like mm-hmm. they had a 3080 TI on Amazon for $1,900. Yeah. It's Why? ridiculous. $1,900 for a 3080 TI. It's not even a 3090. It's a 3080 Ti. 
And at that point, you really got to weigh out, like, is, is it worth it for that price? I mean, it's you don't not need a 3080 it. Ti, right? But it's nice it's, to have. Well, yeah, it is nice. Oh, well, if I have 20 million, let me tell you, I'm getting like three of them. <laughs> and I'm just going <laughs> to be like, oh, friend, you want to play Destiny with me? Here's a graphics card. And you get a graphics card. And you get a graphics card. <laughs> but actually... But, uh, uh, I will tell you, if you are looking to pick up a graphics card, if you go on Twitter, there is an account that has been posting graphics cards pretty regularly. If you go to stock underscore drops, uh, you will be able to pick up a graphics card on there throughout the day. They keep posting, but you got to be really quick because if you're not quick, you're probably going to miss out and then it's not going to be available and, you know. That becomes a challenge. But, but yeah, you know, it's it's a tough time right now to get graphics cards or like just technology right now is just really scarce. And I'm not sure if it's because of COVID or because just people are not very nice and they try to buy out all the cards to go sell them on eBay. But it's not. It, it, well, it's obviously COVID, but uh, another reason is uh, the silicone because silicone is used to uh, help manufacture some of the circuits and some of the components in when it comes to technologies, and especially when it comes to both CPUs and um, graphics cards. So that we're on a shortage of those. Mm, that would make sense. Yeah, the silicone. So how how do you think that's also impacting the consoles that came out not too long ago? I mean, we're now approaching our second year now of these consoles being out in the market. And I still feel like they're not widely available. You can't just go into a Walmart or a Best Buy and pick one up. I feel like, uh, so when it comes to like the PC versus console argument, I think the console has it the worst because uh, you have all these people trying to get these consoles, especially families, you know, they're trying to upgrade to the newest hardware and they just can't do it because these consoles are just so widely they're so widely loved and appreciated that everyone wants to go get the newest thing because we are all inclined to believe that new thing better go get new thing faster efficient at stuff but you can't really do that if you know we got like all these scalpers out here not really doing like just yoinking all of them's like look you ain't getting that and it, it's just difficult for people who want to get into console gaming and especially for people who want to continue to game but have that next-gen experience to experience that because they can't get a console. With PC, you can experience that, but if you want to play the newest stuff, you'd have to upgrade, but good luck upgrading as we had a conversation. So with me... I think console players or well people that generally play on consoles have it the worst. Well, I can answer that for you because people like to make money and they want to go and sell these consoles on eBay or various marketplaces where they can charge at least double and essentially double their money. So that's why they're doing it. <laughs> they're not doing it to keep them or to get them for a friend. And you can see on eBay, these, gra these not graphics cards, but the consoles are being sold on there for uh, some pretty crazy margins. So it's one of those things. Mm -hmm. 
that could be either in pristine condition or just completely beat up. Mm -hmm. Well, the one thing that I can tell you about eBay is eBay is pretty good about protecting customers. So if I buy something, let's say I bought a console and they send me a cardboard box, I can call them and they will take care of it. It's an inconvenience because it's going to take you a week or two to get your money back, but they are pretty good about that. Um, mm -hmm. Although, you know, if you're just selling an overly expensive graphics card or an overly expensive console and you're willing to buy it for the price that is being asked, there's not a whole lot you can do, right? And there yeah. are people out there who they want to buy, you know, these consoles for their kids, for example, and they don't want their kids to be without a console. So they have to resort to paying these prices to get this this uh, console for their kids. And that's kind of unfortunate. You know, I was very lucky to be able to pick up both consoles on day one. I don't know how. I promise I did not use a bot. I've never used a bot. I do have a 3070 and I have an Xbox Series X and a PS5. Although, I will tell you one thing that I'm noticing with my PS5. There's some controller drift. Like, if I go and I play with Shadow Price on PlayStation, sometimes it takes me a minute to even pick a game mode because the 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 thumbstick is going left when it needs to go right uh, yeah see i i don't think the the issue is a software based with my controller i i think physically the controller is just it's having problems you know and the the tough thing for me is that i don't have two ps5 controllers and here's the other kicker i cannot use my ps4 controller if i try to play destiny or any other ps5 game i would essentially have to play the ps4 version of the game in order to use that controller which to me is like what happened well you know it doesn't make sense to me uh, it feels but, good to play mouse um, and keyboard don't even i'm, I'm not even gonna go there <laughs> and listen i'm a pc player listen i've been a pc player since destiny 2 came out and not just destiny 2 but the beta for destiny 2 so mm -hmm. i've been playing on pc for a minute now I have a really nice Destiny keyboard. I have a, a really nice Logitech mouse. I use that for browsing the web and typing. <laughs> I write show notes for the podcast using the keyboard. That's the extent. I cannot play games with keyboard and mouse. And I don't want to do it to the fire team that I'm playing with because here's the thing. PvP, my KD is going to go down, period, if I try to play with keyboard and mouse. I just can't get used to it. If I'm playing a raid, then people are going to get really upset with me because it's going to be like Guardian down just, and not even because I died because you know, something killed me. It's because I literally just mess up my jumps and everything else on, on keyboard and mouse. And I, I just can't do it. I can't get used to it. And I've tried. One word. One word. Yes. Practice. This is coming from someone who's been playing PC from like pretty much when I was growing up. Um, just of uh, for me play like when it comes to destiny play strikes play a lot of strikes and get used to movement and then when you feel like you're comfortable with the movement and you know your general aim then go into pvp but not but try not to get as many kills just try to make sure and try to hit your target to make sure that well your aim is good but if you also want to get better and actually put more commitment when it comes to getting better at mouse and keyboard play other games but not only just other games play fast-paced shooters because that will greatly help you like i mentioned quake doom 
Wolfenstein, Splitgate. You can play any of those games and they will help you with your movement guaranteed. And also Apex Legends. Ah, uh, man. See, my problem is I don't have the time. If I could play one or two strikes in a week, that's a good week for me. I don't have the time and it's it's sad. Next season, I will take the time to play. In fact, I am going to work extra for all of my client work to make sure that I have free time that week. Because let me tell you, I will be diving into season 15 and I will be leveling up my season pass until it's max level. But so maybe then I can I can practice and get better at keyboard and mouse because I, I can see that the responsiveness is way better. And it, mm-hmm. it's so much quicker with keyboard and mouse. And movement's a lot better with M and K also. Okay. Well I'll have to, so I'll have to once, maybe go back and practice. Once you master it. Hmm. Yeah, your hands aren't used to mouse and keyboard. They're not used to it yet. Absolutely. So on a slightly different topic that's not related to Destiny, with a lot of games that are become that are coming out this fall, what games are you excited to play that is not Destiny? Using the mistakes and inspirations to make your own game. Yeah, no, I definitely see what you mean. That's always the pain part. Coding is so bad. Well, wait, wait. Uh, are you allowed to reveal uh, what coding program that you're using? Because if it's Java, have fun. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. And, and honestly, I don't know much about coding. I can do CSS and HTML and some, a little bit of PHP, but... I definitely do not know how to make video games or anything like that. Y'all sound way too smart for this. <laughs> for me anyways. But that's that's really awesome. Now, I'll tell you what games I'm excited to play this fall. That's not Destiny. For me, I'm excited for three games this fall. And that will be more than enough for me. Halo Infinite. I think that's going to be an amazing game. And you know why it's going to be an amazing game? Because... Joseph Staten is in charge of the campaign. And I'm really excited to see what Joseph Staten can do with the Halo franchise. That's going to be really exciting to see. Mm-hmm. The other games that I'm really excited to play are Metroid. There's going to be a new Metroid game coming out. And if you know me, you know I'm a pretty big Nintendo fan. And also, mm-hmm. we're getting a new Pokemon remake that's coming out. I believe it's Pokemon Diamond and Diamond something. Pearl. Yeah. They need to and remake those are games that I definitely take the time to play in between my Destiny gameplay. And from what it sounds like, you know, the new season is being delayed. You know, we know that season 15 will be well into its infancy at that point when those games do come out. So I'm excited to take a break and experience mm-hmm. some of the other games that are going to be coming out this fall, including those three primarily. With me, with the games that I'm stoked for, I got a couple of games that I'm stoked for. Uh, one that's uh, d- still in beta, but it should be coming out fairly soon, Splitgate. I- I've been playing a lot of that, and it's super fun. If uh, 
it's halo with portals but i play it like quake and it's so fast paced another game uh two games that i have been keeping a very close eye on and i have been loving is uh ultra kill and it is uh ultra kill is a a fast paced uh fps but um when you first look at it you think it's like oh it's like a doom eternal to some extent but think of it as quake meets devil may cry and it is so fast paced and it is just so fun um it's uh the next chapter or the next of four level sets of and uh, act two is going to be getting released sometime this fall but we don't know when it's soon and then the next one is the um amid evil uh the black labyrinth uh, expansion which is i think it's going to be like 10 or maybe 30 more levels maybe and it's just uh, it's a prequel expansion for the story for amid evil and it is just if you so if you're new to mouse and keyboard and if you want a game to fully test yourself play amid evil on the hardest difficulty that game will test you I don't think that's a good idea for me. I tried playing, uh, what's that game? Bloodborne. Mm. You know how long I last in Bloodborne? Like 10 minutes. minutes. After 10 minutes, I was like, this is just like, no, I'm not even progressing. This isn't even like, it's not even fair. Like, and (laughs) uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a hardcore player like that. I think there are certain games that I'm fairly good at, like Destiny. But even Mm. then, it's like, I'm not glad. I can't do what Glad does, you know. I can't solo mm-hmm. raids and stuff like that, or even solo Grandmaster Nightfall. Like I'm never going to be able to solo GM Nightfall. That's just that's just not the skill level where I'm at, unfortunately. But I will leave that to all the hardcore players and the pros in the game <laughs> who are doing those things. Mm-hmm. So on but- that note, Guardians, I gotta ask, what is next for you? in your destiny community journey keep doing what i'm doing keep uh trying to continue to bridge the gap between casuals and competitive players and bring them together to to make this one big community but not only that uh when all the like all the content creators have been saying like oh, bungie's trying to make destiny slow there's a reason why I promote hashtag go fast because no matter how slow destiny is going to get, I'm all, I'm going to find a way to make destiny faster. So how do you, how do you make destiny faster? You just wait and see. Okay. Is it like, do you have certain perks that you use or what's, what's the strategy? If I want to go faster, how would I do it? uh it's all it's all in your it's all in your movement positioning and it's when when it comes to your jumping like i play warlock a lot so i'll use warlock for example uh when it comes to trans uh transverse steps uh and uh burst glide now when it comes to like everyone using top two domblay like they use the jump boost with their dashes so you jump in the air dash but while you're dashing your jump like you press your jump key which for me it's space and it sends you forward and then you can do that again and then you can chain that into a b hop or into another continuous dash to go even farther 
So if you master Icarus Dash, you can incorporate that movement mechanics that you did with Icarus Dash into other subclasses that do not have Icarus Dash, but still go as fast. Like I was playing Trials uh, earlier this morning with a couple of my friends, and I was uh, one of my friends was playing Top Tree Dawn, and I was playing Bottom Tree Dawn Blade, and I was moving, if not fast, faster than him. Very cool. Well, Guardians, thank you so much for sharing your awesome journeys with our community. And on that note, Guardians, thank you so, so much for joining us tonight. Thank you for hanging out live. Thank you to our mod, Justin McCarthy, for being here with us tonight on a Sunday evening. And thank you both for joining us tonight. Before we let you go, where can the Guardians learn more about you and what you do? Do you want to kick things off, Gray? Uh, sure. Uh, if you want to watch uh, daily streams, uh, I am uh, always live uh, uh, at uh, twitch.tv slash gray live. Uh, if you ever just want to uh, take a look at your real life updates or stream updates, or you just want to watch me post about old school first person shooters or just uh, just want to interact, uh, you can find my Twitter at gray live underscore TTV. Uh, if you just want to understand what kind of humor I have and what kind of memes I post and you just want to laugh at stuff while shutting your brain off, uh, you can follow my Instagram with uh, gray live underscore TTV. And uh, recently I have been starting to upload videos on my uh, recently revived YouTube channel. Uh, I've recently uploaded a guide on how you can convert uh, enhancement cores to, you know, uh, to convert enhancement prisms to enhancement cores by upgrading uh, blue armor pieces. And uh, soon I will be uploading a new video on a teaser series that I am planning to be working on when the next season comes out. Very cool. And we'll we'll keep the Guardians posted on where they can find you through our channel at The Destiny Show on Twitter. We are live every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, but we are here at a special time, special date tonight on a Sunday evening. So thank you all for joining us live. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for being on the show. Gray, really appreciate you and your time. And Guardians, you can find the Destiny Show podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Play, we're on Amazon Music, and every major podcast platform. You can find us on the web at destinyshow.com. You can find us on the Twitter at The Destiny Show. You can find me at Boris, the SEO. And you can also find us right here at twitch.tv forward slash The Destiny Show every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Thank you so, so much, Guardians, for joining us tonight. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.